0: Milton Freeman, you know, best said it that you know brands have no real responsibility other than to, you know, make money. And I think for most people that rings true. You know, people expect brands to look out for themselves, you know, first and foremost to make money, um, and then worry about other things later. And so people I guess view brands and everything that they do behind that lens.
1: Jody Huang from our Insights team. I'm Nisha, I'm your host for Provocation with Purpose where we discuss the impact of culture and trends and what it means for us. As companies move more into CSR people continue to be a bit wary of their intentions and if it is done incorrectly it can feel contrived and erode the trust in the brand. In one of our recent surveys, which examines media consumption and behaviour, 67% of Americans said that they agree that brands have an important role to play to speak out against racial inequality and injustice. And 65 agree that they are more likely to support brands who take meaningful action around racial inequality and Black Lives Matter rather than just making posts and statements. So Jody, do you think that people expect brands or do you think they want brands to get involved in these CSR efforts?
0: I think people do expect brands to get into CSR efforts, um, especially now since every brand has jumped into it there is an expect- expectation that every brand should and already does um do some sort of you know csr effort whether it's donating you know their time or money or coming out with ads in support of certain groups you know there are surveys you know saying that more and more people are you know expect brands to you know take stance on certain issues but it's hard to really quantify you know whether or not people are just saying this or if you know it's converting people or it's changing you know behavior in any reasonable or a fundamental way
1: do you find that interesting that people have these expectations but is is it just to just see that they're doing it but they're not really changing their behavior or I find that quite interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to ask people, you know, if they support certain causes, you know, people want their best self forward. And so they're going to say, you know, yeah, of course, I don't litter on the street. Of course, I don't smoke. But in actuality, you know, when people are, you know, alone, their behaviors are different from, you know, what they claim that they're doing. And so, you know, if people see something cheaper, you know, at one store than another, you know, they're not going to, you know, research, you know, heavily, you know, what the CEO of the brand stood for, you know. Some things are obviously a lot more public than others. You know, we've seen recently with, you know, the Goya example and, you know, everything that's happening there. We've seen things around Nike or, you know, Gillette. And so, you know, there are sort of, you know, public examples and, you know, that might, you know, move the needles for a certain period of time. But, you know, eventually people are going to forget, you know, people might stop caring. And I would say the majority of people aren't even aware of, you know, things that have been going on
1: do you like it when you see a brand um, or a campaign that's something related to climate change or black lives matter or even covid
0: yeah I mean I think everyone I guess enjoys when a brand you know does something good for the world you know I do enjoy when you know brands are you know are donating to a good cause when they're helping out their communities and things like that it's not something I demand a brand to do you know I think most people understand that brands aren't nonprofits you know they're not here it's not their mission to you know help the environment it's not their mission to you know help other people Milton freeman you know best said it that brands have no real responsibility other than to you know make money and i think for most people that rings true you know people expect brands to look out for themselves you know first and foremost to make money um, and then worry about other things later and so people I guess view brands and everything that they do behind that lens.
1: So there is skepticism and I guess the danger of appearing disingenuous as well, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think people are naturally skeptical whenever a brand does anything. Um, And so there's obviously natural skepticism whenever a brand enters a certain topic or an issue that they weren't in before, you know, people I think naturally will assume that they're doing this to make themselves look better the problem that a lot of brands have when diving into a topic that you know they're not endemic in or you know that just you know have popped up is to appear disingenuous to appear like they're pandering to a certain crowd um, that they're doing this to you know appease the public um, without putting too much thought or effort into it and then people obviously can see right through those efforts um, and it doesn't help them in any way it doesn't make you know the brand look any better it doesn't make the brand seem like you know they care about anything in particular that they're just doing this um, for money for money's sake and um, that will you know hurt the brand trust it'll hurt you know how people view their brands in the long term
1: yeah I'm all about authenticity if it's a brand that is that has genuine value and purpose in that space like it's it just comes across so much better like you want to be able to relate to that campaign And you want to be able to relate to what that brand is supposed to be standing for as well. Right. I
0: think people always want to think that the people or brands or anyone are altruistic. um, You know, people are altruistic in nature, that people want to do good. Um, And so if people, you know, view any form of altruism as, you know, having ulterior motives, you know, that's just going to really turn them off from that brand and from that messaging.
1: Yeah. I mean, I. I come from an awards background and being mm-hmm. in several jury rooms, um, every time there's a campaign, I mean, every, every time there's a campaign and if it's cause related, one of the first things that the judges will ask is like, is this true to the brand's core purpose? Right. And I think just generally when you're talking about like things that consumers want and what people want in day to day life, I think you know, they should be doing things that are, that are true to them.
0: Yeah, and that's why you see brands like, you know, Patagonia do so well, you know, people understand that when they get into a topic around sustainability, you know, around, uh, you know, helping the environment, you know, they really mean it, you know, it affects their bottom line, you know, their employees or CEO, you know, everyone within the corporation understand that, you know, it's part of their lifeblood. And, you know, it's how the company, you know, was founded, it's how the company has always operated.
1: And there are different ways that brands can show support, though. Like it doesn't have to be like Patagonia is is true to their how the how the uh, company was founded. But there are different ways that you can that you can show this, right?
0: Yeah, there's you know being an advocate, and then there's being an ally. You know, being an advocate or when brands really want to change people's behavior. Um, you know, they want people to stop littering. They want people to you know buy less plastic and things like that while well, being an ally is just about sort of broadcasting out, you know, certain messaging, um, whether it's, you know, promoting, a, you know, certain group or business, um, you know, using their vast resources. You know, a lot of these brands have, you know, a lot of money. They can, you know, use their ad space, you know, put out content out there to you know promote um, good causes.
1: There are many people are getting upset by like muddling the, the issue that they're fighting for.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people are precious about you know the groups that they belong to and the cause um, that they're fighting for. Um, one example would be uh, with the whole Pride movement. Um, you know, every year for the past you know ten years or so, more and more brands um, are part of the New York City Pride Parade. You know, the the Pride Parade has been around for, you know, fifty years, uh, and very few brands were there at the beginning. But, you know, last year, you know, there were at least twenty two brands from the Fortune five hundred companies, you know, that you know have sponsored a float. And a lot of people, especially within that community, believe that, you know, having all these brands, you know, is just gonna squeeze out um a lot of the messaging, a lot of uh the issues um from sort of the public mind, you know, people are just going to see the brands. Um they're just going to see, you know, everything is fine, you know, all these brands are, you know, they care about pride and the, you know, the LGBTQ groups now. Um uh, but, you know, they haven't seen the struggle. They haven't seen, you know, the fight still uh, needed to be fought. Um, you know, in, you know, legislation and, you know, people's uh, you know, in society and so um, that's why you saw this break uh, within the LGBTQ group of, you know, one, you know, stuck with, you know, the traditional pride uh, you know, parade and the other you know, did one without any sort of corporate sponsorship.
1: Do you think people are getting tired of it?
0: I, I, I do think some people are, are getting tired of it. I think for certain issues, um, it's become oversaturated. Um, You know, we talked about Pride, um, especially for Pride Month, which is in June. You see all these brands, you know, change the logo to rainbow colored, you know, posting, um, you know, different campaigns during that month. Uh, But you don't necessarily see that live on beyond June. Uh, You see this with, you uh, you know, Black History Month in February, you know, all these brands jumping into the conversations for the month of February, but not necessarily living on beyond that. And so... Uh, oftentimes you see this oversaturation uh, within a certain time period. You know, all these brands are sort of jumping into this conversation and sort of tuning each other out since it's hard to sort of see who is doing what anymore. You know, everything's sort of become jumbled and commoditized in a lot of ways.
1: There are benefits, though, when it's right for the brand and they can truly bring, like, purpose and, you know.
0: Yeah, I think again, this is an issue that's, you know, not everyone is going to be universally aligned with, you know, there are those who believe that brands shouldn't be involved in, um, you know, CSR or, you know, in any sort of social causes. And then there are those who believe that, you know, even if they're doing it, um, you know, not altruistically, you know, they're still bringing, they're still putting in their money, they're still bringing attention um, to these, you know, worthy causes. And so, you know, regardless of whether or not they should be in the space, whether or not they, you know, are doing this genuinely, um, you know, it's helpful to have a brand presence. It's helpful to have you know a corporate presence um, in it.
1: Do you think that there are differences in generations as well, yeah. in in what they believe in and what they want out of brands or what they want in the world?
0: Yeah, I mean, de- we've definitely seen sort of a shift in, you know, what different generations value over time. And especially now with the younger generations, with Gen Z and younger, you know, we've seen this as sort of an activist generation. Uh, you know, they've grown up in a very, you know, upheaval time of, you know, especially around the environment, you know, they're the ones that really sort of pushed the, uh, you know, skip school for the environment movement. Um, you know, they protest against gun violence, um, you know, after, you know, school shootings. Um, They're really the ones that uh, have pushed the Black Lives Matter movement recently, and so the younger generation has been this huge activist generation, and they're more willing to expect brands to align to their cause and messaging.
1: There are people who believe that big companies using their huge platforms to shine light on these issues is a really good thing. They've got influence, they've got massive audiences. What are some of the opportunities in this area?
0: Some of the opportunities here um, are some of the, I guess, fringe movements that aren't necessarily being talked about. You know, we've seen, you know, big issues on race, on gun violence, on, you know, sustainability. You know, obviously those are incredibly important topics. um, And obviously a lot of brands are jumping into them just because of how important it is. Um, But, you know, you see a lot of, you know, smaller movements that haven't necessarily gotten traction yet um, just because there hasn't been... The same, you know, amount of media attention um, being placed upon them, uh, and they're just lesser seen. And I think it, it's a great space for brands to, you know, attach themselves to, you know, newer movements that are coming up um, that haven't, you know, been talked about yet.
1: I think even things like, you know, for example, Black Lives Matter. It's just such a big topic right now. Um, there, there was a period where it was it was saying like silence is not a good thing if you've got a platform to be able to amplify certain voices then you should use it so even these huge moments that are getting a shine light but yeah i, I think even bigger point that you've just made is really interesting about smaller topics and themes that people don't know about i think portland is a really good example of what's happening mm. in pro- in, right now like why is nobody talking about that it's crazy Right.
0: And I think even with bigger movements, you can still be a part of bigger movements and then highlight a smaller section within those movements. And so, you know, obviously Black Lives Matter is a huge movement, encompasses so many different things. Um, but then your brand can be a lot more specific in what they talk about. They can talk about, you know, supporting Black businesses. Um, they can talk about, you know, mental health uh, issues uh, for the Black community. And so you can really sort of pinpoint a certain area within the larger theme um, that might be more relevant to your brand
1: so that's it for this episode of provocation with purpose the podcast that talks about pushing the boundaries culture and trends and what it means for us subscribe and stay tuned for more from team mindshare and make sure you follow us on instagram and twitter mindshare underscore usa